The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the huge show across Michigan, and it's NBA playoff time. That means big hoops action on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. So get in on the action of every game with just a touch of a button on your mobile device, and new customers can make a $5 pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets. If your team wins, just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that promo code HUGE when you sign up. It is a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the HUGE show across Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the HUGE show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, The Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, The Huge One, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It's hour number three on a Moneyline Monday. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. A lot of conversation about the Lions this past weekend's NFL draft in Kansas City. I will say, for all the knuckleheads at ESPN, they do draft coverage really good. They do college game day well. Yes, they do. They, both basketball and football. It's just... Yeah. From, from, from a personal standpoint, it was great to see two of my friends in the industry, who both of whom have, have helped me out and have been good to me, and, and Matt Miller, who I've known forever. Uh, we used to work together at Bleacher Report. Seeing him on TV and then uh, listening to Jordan Reed on the radio... Jordan's an up-and-coming dude. That guy's really, really good. Uh, yeah, and, they, and it, it, it's nice to see good people get rewarded. It was all football. It was no opinions uh, outside of football opinions, no politics. And maybe if ESPN did that in all of their programming, they would, could recapture the hearts. That would be welcome. They, they also didn't go into like the the background like too much tragedy stuff no. like the, the the tragedy porn that was the year they, of 2020 they, they made it football they did they did a great job and that's what the people want and you see why the nfl is number one so kudos to espn tv they i think the they did a they better did. job than the nfl network which was obsessed with will levis for all day saturday oh my god enough like give the like i what well, what director is saying okay Levis, yeah, we were on him in the green room. He's not showing up. Uh, oh, my God, he's not here. He's not going to get dropped. First off, they were stop, hoping, stop, stop showing him in the green they room. They were hoping he dropped to like a third or fourth rounder, and that was going to be their story of the weekend. Absolutely. And sort of like Malik Willis was ESPN last year. blew them out of the wall. Yes, they did. And they nothing against did. Rich Eisen and the crew and everybody. They annihilated them because Kuyper and McShay, uh, they, they bring something to the table. They do, and you know, you just—I like the host. They rotated in. I the the feel that they give you from College Game Day. It's where ESPN is at its best. They're you know? great. You know, it's fashionable to bag on Mel Kiper, but I will tell you what—he's a legend. Mel Kiper is the reason that I have a job. Mel Kiper is the reason why you care about the NFL draft. Uh, are his takes accurate all the time? Heck no. How about Matt Miller? He's really good at. How about it. Matt Miller, who's from a small town in Missouri, he worked his way up like you've done. Uh, Rizzi and 
looked at um, Mel Kuyper and said, I told my mom I wanted to buy Mel Kuyper's draft Bible yeah. when I was younger, that I needed the 19 bucks yeah. or whatever. And that, that's great. And, you know, Jordan Reed took a nice picture with him. Uh, and Jor- Jordan played played quarterback in college at uh, uh, HBCU, actually the one where, uh, where Brad Holmes went, uh, North Carolina A&T. And just the the joy on oh, his face. Prime you could Time's see it. complaining about there weren't enough players. Uh, I love this. Prime Time leaves a historically black college, goes to Colorado, and then complains that the NFL didn't draft enough black players from those schools. Let's be honest here. All right, Jeff, you know where things are at in the NFL today in scouting everything. Yes. It doesn't matter what school you went to. It doesn't matter if you're in Alaska or if you're out on an island in the Pacific. They drafted a guy from northern Michigan. (laughs) NFL scouts will find you wherever you are, and it is about the best player that fits that team's needs. It has nothing to do with the color of your skin. A hundred percent. Nothing. They they will find you if you have Monty Jones from ESPN uh, on the radio, ESPN radio, was saying that, oh, with these white quarterbacks, they're going to change the rules for them. What? I didn't didn't hear that. I, I'm, oh not, I'm not a Bomani guy. No. Uh, I, he's horrible. Uh, he's, and then I'm like, okay, hey, race Bader, what, what do you mean? Yeah. I go, hold on. Well, who were the first two quarterbacks selected? Three. Excuse me, three. In the top four picks. In the top four picks were all... Their skin color was black. Did I have an issue with it? No. No, it they're, they're good. They're good. They're, <laughs> they're real good. So what? What? So the NFL now is out to what? I don't understand that. Oh, no, that. because they need to do that. that that's ESPN where they're you know, losing I, everybody. You know, and I, I am someone. I can't watch ESPN outside. Uh, I'll listen to ESPN radio. I think there's still some good shows. But ESPN TV, come on, man. Yeah, give I me, mean, uh, Freddie, Freddie Coleman is still the Freddie man. Coleman I love is Freddie. awesome. I love Freddie. Yeah, and they're all good. I like Keyshawn's. Opinion. I like the way he goes back and forth. Right. Uh, I don't. I don't right? agree with him a lot, but no. I respect him. But that's talk radio. <laughs> yeah. That. That's exactly. That's what we're doing. <laughs> Insanity can't rule. Yes. No. I, I'll television. say this as as a white guy who did attend an HBCU. I, I did grad school at Virginia State University. Go Trojans. Did you really? I did. I did not know that. I did that for uh, for. Uh, I taught at a a school in Petersburg, Virginia. Middle school no longer exists, and uh, did some some adjunct grad school classes there. The reception that I got as a white guy at a HBCU, and I was out in two of the four classes that I went to, I was the only white person there. It was great. It was, it was, you know why, Jeff? They didn't care. We don't see color. 90, 95% of Americans don't see color. You, you look at the draft. I'm, I'm there at Soren Eagle. And by the way, I'm on a panel with Herman Moore, Devin Gardner, uh, Mr. Richardson, and I'm the only white guy. We weren't keeping track of. Uh, the race card. It's one of the things that I love about three sports. Of the, three of the first four picks. Okay, and, and, and let's just, well, we'll even stop Bamani Jones and the garbage he spews on ESPN. Matter of fact, uh, we go down and we go through the draft. I'll just say this, for the sake of just context and clarity, that the top ten picks were all African-American descent. There you go. And, end of story. Yeah. Who's the first? Lucas Van Ness was probably the first no, white, it was, white player uh, chosen, uh, wasn't he? Skaronsky. Oh, Skaronsky. Okay. All right there. Yeah. So there you All go. Right. Again, but I'm yeah. not. I don't. I don't. I don't keep that card. I never. There's have no reason to keep that no. card. There really and, isn't. And Sports. If you if you can guys play, like Monty Jones that are killing ESPN. You see the great side of ESPN over the weekend with their draft coverage, radio and TV. And then you listen to Bamani Jones having to go against the grain where it's all forced. 
That's all they wanted. It, it's forced. It's not what you really feel. There's no factual documentation that the NFL is going to change the rules for white quarterbacks. I don't. Yeah, that's 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 a weird take. No, actually, that ended when Brady retired. <laughs> no, I just want. I, I, I just want. I just want what I experienced on ESPN Radio and TV over the weekend. Yeah. Give me the. Their drive. radio was fantastic. Radio and TV was yeah, just. They, they do. They do a great Our job with it. Station ninety six one. The game had it. I know. Yeah. You know, we got ESPN one hundred point nine FM, home of the loons in uh, Midland, Michigan. Yeah, the, it was. We don't need it. And I think most of America is getting fed up with this, and we want to move in this direction that we're not as divided. As the media tries to tell us. Amen to that. Let's get back to our conversation about golf and his future and a big season and the Dave Briquet story from yesterday that in the next 15 months, Lions hope to uh, give him a a new deal. And Hooker being drafted from Tennessee, just great insurance down the road. Not a lot to lose because he was a third rounder. And we're still looking at Sudfeld as the backup. So I do wonder now as we get through this weekend – and the draft is behind us. You know, guys like Teddy Bridgewater looking at a spot now, wondering where they fit. Because we watched like Dalton wanted to, you know, you sign a deal and you're Bridgewater, you're the Daltons. You you want to go where you think you're going to play the most. Yeah, you're the veteran backup that's looking for a gig. Where, where you can play. Right. Some just want to take, you know, like Stedman took the payday with, you know, Denver, right? Is that, do you... Do you want to? Yeah. Do you want the financial security? Or do you want the opportunity to show what you can do? So, who do you think is going to be their backup? Who Who are potential backups beyond Nate Sudfeld by the time we would get to Lions training camp in July? I think they're hoping that Adrian Martinez is one of them. I would be undrafted, shocked. Undrafted free agent, the yeah. former Nebraska slash K State quarterback, played right? in Nebraska for like twenty seven years. Uh, then transferred to K State and quietly played pretty well. I mean, they were they were a really good football team. And he's last older. Year. He's he's played thirty two years of college football. <laughs> yes, he did. Uh, he he's, I, he, he's I, fifty. He, he's fifty. Fifty one. His beard is grayer he's than mine. Thirty two years. <laughs> but, uh, but he will be a good. He'll, he'll get a chance to show what he can do. And that, that's if all you can't can ask. If you can't beat out Nate Sudfeld, then I'm that, sorry, the door's going to hit you and that's the ass on the way out. You know, I uh, I do bag on Nate Sudfeld probably more than I should. He's going to get a chance to prove himself, too. He didn't really get that last year. He wasn't here in the summer. So maybe maybe with an off-season program, maybe we will collectively feel better about Nate Sudfeld because this was a guy who was San Francisco's fourth-string quarterback last year in all summer. He didn't get a chance to show what he could do for Ben Johnson, and that's that's one of the reasons why Brad Holmes talked about we got to get better at backup quarterback. I personally have to do a better job at getting a backup quarterback. Maybe Sudfeld can emerge into that in the last year of his contract, or he's yeah he's a, he resigned this offseason right. inexpensively. But now Hooker, what Hooker does is he gives you the the thought that. If Jared Goff doesn't work out for whatever reason, whether whether, a couple years down the road, whether he's too, whether he's just not good enough, or he's going to be too expensive and you don't want to pay him fifty million dollars a year, though I think they'd give that to him if if he's if he's that good, they're going to get they're going to pay him. If he wins the NFC North, he gets his deal. Yeah, and he should, and we should all feel very good about that. I'm concerned about the receivers Cousins has in Minnesota. Not sold on their defense, yeah, but concerned about their offense. They got better. They they had a good draft. 
They did. They did. They really did. Um, Green Bay, not so much, but Minnesota did. (laughs) Yeah, Minnesota. Well, they went after. Hey, we're going to have to win games. You got an offensive-minded head coach. It all. It all fits. It's Minnesota, Detroit. Yeah, I I totally agree with that. And uh, but yeah, the uh, the Hooker thing. He can now be if he's your backup for the for Golf's next contract. He's cheap. Third round pick. So you you, you think the Bridgewater stuff is not? I, even, I, I think he's done. I don't. There, I think there's that, no I interest think, in that now. They got Sudfeld. They got Hooker. Yeah, I think they got I Adrian Martinez, undrafted free agent. Also, yeah. the Minnesota running back. You were quick on this, oh, man. Mohamed they gave Ibrahim. Him, they gave him some draft drafted type money to sign as an undrafted free agent. He's going to earn more than Antoine Green will this year. Their uh, seventh round pick. Uh, they're paying Mo Ibrahim more than that. Now it doesn't always mean everything. Last year they paid Obina Ezi. $150,000, which is more than a seventh rounder makes as a rookie, uh, and uh, or uh, with the, the guaranteed bonus, he's not good. He's he probably won't make the team. Big this Mo, year. it looks like I, I think the guy has to be their third running back. He right? he he and Craig Reynolds are going to battle for that job. They, they 100%. are, yeah. And uh, look, I love Craig. Um, we actually talked. But about I think Craig Mo can beat him out. I, I think Mo Mo's Mo's really good, man. If you watch Minnesota football. He was he was the catalyst for everything that they did that was good. Uh, wasn't uh, certainly wasn't their quarterback Tanner Morgan. Are you kidding me? Mo Ibrahim with Gibbs, with Montgomery. Yeah, that's your running back depth. I can live with that. Can you live with that? Yeah. I'm good with that. With Laporte at <laughs> tight end, with uh, when you get and now Jamo so, back. So talk about Laporta for a second. What he does. We've worried that Brock Wright was maybe too high in the depth chart. We worried that maybe James Mitchell too much was going to be asked of him. They're where they're supposed to be on the depth chart. That's something that's two gonna, and three, right? Yeah, that's or, a, or, or co twos. That's a big deal for the NFL is to have guys not playing above where they're supposed to be on the depth chart. That was one of the reasons why Jeff Okuda just didn't work in Detroit. He was drafted to be a number one. He's he's a number two. If he's if he winds up being the number two in Atlanta for years, wouldn't surprise me. Good for him. But asking him to be the number one right away. That that was that was writing checks that he just couldn't cash, and I I love the idea that they like Brian Branch. I think he's going to be a great starter in time. He doesn't have to be that as a rookie. Like they've got people in place for that. That's you know having guys where they belong on the depth chart, and not playing above their spot on the depth chart. That's a very that that's something that you see is very characteristic of good football teams. That's what the Detroit Lions are trying to be. And looking at their their roster in the depth chart. There's not many dudes that you would say are playing above their pay grade, and that's 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 a sign of a good team. So, how many starters you think? Uh, a heavy minutes, maybe not starters, but yeah. heavy minute players from the Lions 2023 draft class. I think you're looking at certainly the first three, um, and Campbell and and Gibbs. Um, Branch is going to play a lot. I don't know who knows where. We'll figure that out. I think you're going to see Laporta play a lot, um, if not start. After that, I think you're going to see Broderick Martin play some, the, the nose tackle. Um, he'll rotate with Bugs quite a bit. That's that's pretty easy projection for him. I'm not sure that uh, the guard, um, Colby's, was a Slauson? Slauson, I think. Yeah, yeah Slauson. Uh, by the way, I still haven't seen him play yet. I got to... Sorry, I, I didn't you watch it. watch the William & Mary did, film? Did, did not watch the William & Mary tribe at all less. <laughs> Last season, <laughs> uh, I do actually have a source for film for. I, I always watched so. him on pay per view. <laughs> you know, we have we have a basketball player from Catholic Central who goes to, to William Mary. Um, uh, what's his name? Jack. Uh, 
Krasinski. Krasinski, I was yeah. going to say that. Yeah. yeah, he's he's down there. Maybe I'll maybe I'll try to hit him up to uh, get some inside info on that. Lane Wilson used to swat his shots. <laughs> you know, so I, I see. Uh, uh, I, I have to give William and Mary's athletic department credit. So at USA Today, which is where I. That, that's where my paychecks. Yep. We have a database of tens of millions of stock photos of players. There was not one of Colby, Colby Slauson. I emailed their sports information director at like 9.30 Saturday night. He got me five pictures in 20 minutes. So props to you. Uh, his name's Will. He did a great job for me. <laughs> That's awesome. Jeff Risden from Lions Wire and Draft Wire, part of the USA Today Network, joining us in studio. Also, you can hear Jeff as one of the co-hosts on the Detroit Lions podcast you can find on YouTube talking about the Lions draft. We'll get to the rest of the NFL in our next segment. Uh, some of the bust, some of the superstars that emerge from this draft. You want to join us live on the Mercantile Bank listener line, you can join in 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE at HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. And also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. That's the word HUGE to 21000. Now away from the draft, the NBA playoffs over the weekend were unbelievable. How about Steph Curry and the 50 on the road, Game 7, at Sacramento, that was yesterday. Was a fantastic day for for sports. You saw oh. two game sevens in the NHL, both of which went the opposite way from what everybody expected. Wow! How about the Bruins having a historic season? That's that's unbelievable. They're done Florida, the, the, the greatest season in regular season in hockey history, and they're out to the Florida Panthers in, game in the first round. That was a one versus eight seed, and then you had the game seven on the road with the Warriors and. They they win it and remember how bad they've been on the road and all at, year at Sacramento and it was interesting after the game those Kings players were you know giving bro hugs to uh, Steph doing the high fives and looking at him like yeah you are one of the greatest ever you're you're the best shooter not just modern era I, old school Oscar Robinson we go you know, Larry Bird Pete Maravich is Pete up Maravich, there yeah but you know just what he did when his team needed him how he said I barely could sleep. I was texting the other guys, hey, if you're not going to bring it, yeah. uh, don't show up, right? He, the things he was telling his team. That's what a leader does. The Kings players were like, we tried everything we could to stop him. We just couldn't do it. Our hats he had off 50 to him. on the road, game seven. That might have been, and I heard Stephen A. and Will Bond discussing it afterwards and Jalen, that I look at that, and to me, what Jordan did the flu game yeah. in Utah, right? Yep. That, that's close. But, you know, I... Uh, it, that, but that it was, wasn't a final. See, it's got to be if he had fifty in a game seven in the finals, like on the road at right. Boston. Yeah, right where they did clinch it last year on the road at Boston. Uh, but it's still individually one of the great games we've ever seen. So, speaking of the NBA playoffs, the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, uh, they have a huge offer for new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up, then can make a $5 NBA playoff pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Plus, everyone can score a no-sweat, same-game parlay every day during the NBA playoffs. Just open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place the same-game parlay on any NBA game 
If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code HUGE. New customers then can make that $5 pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you sign up with code HUGE. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Opt-in required. One bonus bet issued based on amount of initial losing NBA bet. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. In the den with Dan Dickerson. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. One of the most difficult skills for any hitter to learn is how to get the ball in the air to take advantage of the power they might have. Now, Riley Green has power, tremendous power, but his high ground ball rate from last year is even higher this season. A.J. Hinch says they just want Green to continue all of his extra work against the velo machine. The breaking ball machine, off the tee, whatever is helping him get the ball in the air, but then clear his mind when he gets into the batter's box. Because as AJ says, that's when you just have to go and compete. It's a process, and Hinch says a reminder, hitting is hard. Green has had a much higher fly ball rate in the minor leagues. Chances are he'll get there with all his continued hard work in the major leagues as well. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at roastumber.com. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours, at the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. For a lot of us, music and mental health are intertwined. That's why the Collaborative Lab created Intune, a free live stream event, and you're invited. May 18th is Mental Health Action Day, so take action for your own mental health by joining us from 7 to 9 p.m. Musical performances and conversations with the Verve Pipe, Barrel Bones, Carlos Cece, Cole Hansen, and more. Visit IUnderstandLoveHeals.org to learn how you can join the party for free. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Van Andel Institute. Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point Golf Club in GR. It's a day of fun for all golf enthusiasts and proceeds benefit breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register at VAI.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
We are back on the huge show across Michigan, hour number three, as we broadcast from our flagship station, 96.1 The Game, in downtown GR. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire and Draft Wire and a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast that you can find on YouTube joining us uh, in studio. So away from the Lions, uh, Jeff, when you look at the draft uh, for Draft Wire, uh, who are the winners? Who are the losers in Kansas City? You know, I like what Pittsburgh did. I think they got some some good players lower than what they were expected to be. And uh, look, they got one of my guys was Keanu Benton, the nose tackle out of Wisconsin. I really wanted him in Detroit. I think he's going to be great in Pittsburgh. Uh, I am not a Steelers fan. I'm from Cleveland. We don't we don't talk about the Steelers favorably very often. Uh, he's a really good pick, and he's a great fit. And I'm going to be a fan of his. Uh, so they got they got Darnell Washington, the tight end. Uh, later, it turned out he had some knee issues that uh, dinged him a little bit from a lot of teams. So uh, I, I like what they did. You know, I really admire what Houston is trying to do, and they got. C.J. Stroud, which surprised everyone, um, including some people in their own locker room. Uh, and by the way, their owner did not know that they were taking C.J. Stroud. Their their new general, well, the, Nick Casario, their general manager, has been there for a little bit, but D'Amico Ryans is their new head coach. They were literally the only two people in that organization who knew that they were taking C.J. Stroud. There were people that had a pretty good idea, but they didn't know. And then moving back up and getting Will Anderson, like that's a team that... Name a Houston Texan before last year. Like, you can't, unless you're a really hardcore fan. Like, they've got arguably the most identifiable quarterback outside of Bryce Young, who they would have taken. And they got the best consensus, best defensive talent in the draft. Like, that's that's how you start a rebuild right there. And they also got some guys later that make some sense for them, too. So I like what the Houston Texans did. They gave up a lot to do it, and I wonder if that's going to work for them. But I, you know, as somebody who lives in a house full of Texans fans, like that's they, they did a good job of doing what they needed to do to re, reinvigorate a fan base that was very apathetic. Uh, the Houston Texans, are, so we, we, we have our wire network where we have all 32 teams. The Texans... They're always 31st or 32nd every month in, in fan interest and clicks. They're going to get more than that now. And I think that's that's part of making yourself a more viable football team is drawing some fan interest. I'm like, nobody cared about the Texans the last couple of seasons. They were just, yeah. They did a really good job of, of doing something about that. And that, that, ma- that does matter. We know this in Detroit. You've got to have that kind of buzz. It that does feed upon itself. You get some fan interest going. You get some positive vibes going. That that matters. So I like what they did. Uh, Will Levis drop, and you and I talked about him being overrated. We weren't buying the uh, talk last week that he was now the odds-on favorite to be the overall number one pick. I think that was smoke being sent out by teams, yeah. uh, including Indy, who ended up taking Richardson at four, and you had uh, the yeah. Texans at two, and obviously Bryce Young, no surprise. At one, uh, a good fit with Tennessee, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think I think it's a no pressure fit. Uh, Tennessee, I don't know what they're doing, you know, where they, they're going. They uh, have Ryan Tannehill for another year, so they can get Levis ready, right? right? And uh, they they quickly. So I'm I'm actually writing about this. It'll publish at uh, Draftwire tomorrow morning. Uh, it's outlined right here. Yeah, I can even show it to you on the laptop. But well, thanks uh, for the outline. Yeah, um, the, we should not. 
we should applaud the NFL teams for doing what they did with Will Levis, what they did with Malik Willis a year earlier. They didn't buy the media hype. And, and hey, I'm part of the draft media. I'm, I'm guilty on that. We trumpeted these guys up and make them into something that they're not. And then we criticize the NFL for taking them because, well, they're not going to be that good. Well, they took them where they're supposed to be. We should applaud the NFL for doing that. I think they did a great, like, I know there are people that think that Anthony Richardson was a massive reach at number four. I do not. I think he's going to be, I think he's got a chance to be a very good quarterback. Not right away, but I think Indianapolis bought the lottery ticket and I don't blame him for doing it. They needed that because uh, that's another team. You can't keep taking the, the rotting carcasses of a veteran quarterback who was once good and try to win with that. They needed something to do with, with a youth movement at the quarterback position. They, they got better. I don't know if it's going to work out for him, but I admire them trying it. If I'm a Colts fan, I'm happy that they did that. But yeah, that's uh, we should we should applaud the NFL for seeing what a lot of us saw in Will Levis. He was my number sixty one overall player. I didn't think he was that good. There's there's a lot of questions about him. Like Malik Willis was the same way a year ago. Lions weren't going to take him at two, but some NFL team could have conceivably bought into the hype, and they did that in the years past with guys like Jake Locker and. Uh, any any litany of guys who were overdrafted they're doing better at doing that not doing that anymore Hendon Hooker a guy that I like a guy that I would have been happy taking in the second round he fell to the third like if even if you're a Hendon Hooker hater like you don't think he's going to work it's a third round pick on a quarter like okay that's fine we can call those people triple H's (laughs) the Hendon Hooker hater if you didn't like him I, I thought he was a great pick next Duggan, it was funny. He dropped uh, dramatically. The TCU quarterback who yeah. uh, destroyed Michigan in that college football playoff semifinal. But he, you know, it's the right spot. You're going to be a backup to Herbert, and you'll see exactly. What happens. You know, Aiden O'Connell was the same way from Purdue. A guy who fell. He was he, what the he was a fourth rounder, I believe. That's where he belonged. Like he didn't belong in the second round, where some people were projecting him. The, and it's and, a, and it's a spot you go right. Oh, 100% with the quarterbacks. Are you with a are you with an offensive system that's conducive to what you do? Are you with a coach that sees the game the way you see it and understands what you bring to the table and won't ask you to do things that you can't do? Um, I'll go back in time to the the expansion Cleveland Browns because I followed this team very closely because their backup quarterback Ty Detmer happened to be my neighbor at the time in Cleveland and they he and a couple of their linemen talked about they're going they're going to kill Tim Couch. Then this was before Couch ever got on the field and actually did. Like his shoulder was gone by the end of his second year because their offense was asking him to do things that he couldn't do. Like that's you've got to find that marriage, and that one of the reasons why Jared Goff is working out in Detroit. Ben Johnson, Dan Campbell, they understand what Jared Goff is and what he isn't, and they don't ask him to do things that he's not. They ask him to do more things that he does do well. That's good coaching. That matters so much for the quarterback position. Jeff Risden from DraftWire. You can follow DraftWire, Facebook, Twitter, online, uh, the DraftWire. Uh, is it DraftWire.com? Yes, sir. Draft, not the DraftWire. It's right. the DraftWire on, on Twitter. Twitter, right? Yeah. But DraftWire.com online. Uh, who was the biggest reach, you think, uh, in the first round? No question it was Lucas Van Ness to Green Bay. Um, I just don't see it with him. Uh, the guy who didn't start at Iowa. Look, I know they play their seniors. I know, I know it works for Kirk Ferentz. If he's that good, you would have found a way to get him on the field more. And I know he played a lot. This is a guy, I talked about it last week. He's Bluetooth. He does not play with hands. He doesn't know what to do with them. 
he's a, is he a great athlete? Yes, he is. The guys that I compared him to, Connor Barwin, Porter Gustin. Those are Connor Barwin was a second round pick who actually had a really one really good year. Philadelphia Eagles, right after he left the Texans, thirteen sacks in a year. I think Lucas Van Ness is going to have a very similar career where he's a a average starter who like has one or two career hiccup years where he gets you know nine to twelve sacks, but the rest of the time you're going to be disappointed that you took him in the first round when you could you can get more. Uh, there, there's some third or fourth round guys that went this year. Um, uh, B.J. Ojolari is an example. I think B.J. Ojolari is going to have more career sacks than what Lucas Van Ness is. I don't, I don't really like what the Packers did at all. I think their best pick was Jaden Reed. Was by the way, that's a great pick for them out of Michigan State. Out of Michigan State, I think, I think he's going to be a better pro than Collegian. The rest of the Packers draft, I didn't like at all. Who, who was the biggest miss? You think that fell? Uh, we agree it's not Levis, but yeah, that, that this person tumbled out of the first round. They tumbled into the second. Did they fall even further? We just talked about your biggest reach in Van Ness, the uh, edge rusher out of Iowa slash linebacker. Who was the biggest miss, you think, over the weekend in the NFL draft? You know, uh, a guy like Clark Phillips, an undersized defensive back out of Utah, and I believe he went in the fourth round. Uh, if you watch film, if you watch what he did at Utah – he was no worse than the third best cornerback in college football last year in terms of pro prospects. He's right there with Witherspoon, Gonzalez, Porter Jr. Like he's right there with all those guys, but he's 5'9. Um, he went to Atlanta in the fourth round. This was a guy who's like, if you can get past the fact that he's two inches shorter than he should be, this is, this is a guy who's going to be a really good football player. Uh, impactful player. His size didn't bother him. In fact, he was more physical and better with bigger receivers at Utah than Christian Gonzalez was at Oregon. So I think he's the guy that we're going to look back and like, we overthought this, man. The guy's a football player. He's a really good football player. Yeah, he's short. Guy can really ball. I, I, I like that pickle. I like what Atlanta did in this draft. I think they had a, a, taking Bajan Robinson. Man, that's... we. He's good, man. Bajan's... I don't know. If, I don't know how much better he's going to be than Jameer Gibbs, but Bijan Robinson and with an with a creative offensive mind like they've gotten Arthur Smith as their coach, I like that fit a lot. Bears and Vikings. I alluded to the Vikings earlier. They both had good drafts. They did, and we're sitting here in the NFC North, and I know all the Lions fans are excited about Rodgers now in the AFC with the Jets, but two solid drafts by the Vikings and the Bears, and especially with the Lions. I think in order right now, it would be. Lions, Vikings, then the Bears, and obviously uh, the Packers. But your thoughts on what the Bears and Vikings did? You know, the Bears, their offensive line last year looked like an XFL team. It really did. And no offense to the XFL, but... I was the voice, the only voice for one year of the Chicago Enforcers with Otis Wilson and Luke Kanellis. I am the greatest play-by-play broadcaster in Chicago Enforcers XFL history because I was the only one. That's awesome. There you go. Yeah. It's a way to rip the XFL and bring down, tear apart my <laughs> future XFL Hall of Fame induction ceremony. I hope you show up. I will. I, 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 I think will it's going to be in my there. backyard, but I'll give you. I, I'll, I'll hit you up on the GPS. I'll show up. I'll, I'll bring hot dogs. It'll be great. <laughs> Their offensive line got a lot better over the weekend. And I, I, like, I like that they didn't reach on their offensive line. I mean, they, took, they took people who were going to fit. Uh, I like what Chicago did a lot this weekend. They got a lot better. They needed to get a lot better. They're 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 still clearly behind. I still think they're behind Green Bay um, in terms because I think Green Bay's defense can still play. 
Um, I, I just bagged for five minutes on Lucas Van Ness. They still have some players on that defense. Like, don't sleep on the Packers. They can play defense still. And if Jordan Love isn't terrible, and I, I kind of think he's going to be on the lower lower end of average. That's probably not good enough to win for them. It's but probably they, Trey Lance ish. Yeah, right? um, but um, for the little the month we had less than a month of Lance before Brock Purdy emerged. Yeah, I, I, and it, it's reasonable to expect you know they, they did get better at wide receiver. I, I got to give the, the the Packers their due credit there, but it's it's it's. It's Detroit and Minnesota at the top. Yeah, of the but the Vikings, North. man, Addison with uh, Addison is a perfect with, compliment with Jefferson, for Jefferson, and they got Hawk, and you got Cousins still. Every, yeah. Everybody likes to write off Cousins his entire career since he left Holland Christian for our listeners on WHTC on Michigan's West Coast. That you write him off, and now you give him more weapons. Again, you know that's where the Lions. I think the Lions are looking at things, and they're saying, "How do we win the North?" And that goes back to the signing of Montgomery. That you're going to get a lead and you're going to burn clock. Right. We're not going to play 38, 35 games. Let's hope not. I'm tired of that. Well, if you're going I mean, to, they're fun. If but. you're going to get to 11, 12 <laughs> wins, right, which could be the magic number to win the NFC North, uh, you, you can't get into, you know, 41, 38 every week. No, that's, that's not tenable. Now, you can win those if you're up 41 to 30 and the other team's coming back. That's, that's a different story. But you story. want to pound the ball now. So you, got, you, you have Montgomery between the tackles with a top, you know, what are, what are the lines? Top three, top four offensive line Absolutely. in the National Football League. So eat, eat some clock. Get out of there. A, a win's a win. Yeah. I'm looking now at, at just going over the, the, the Bears draft pick. Like Darnell Wright, that's a, that's a good pick. Tyreek Stevenson out of Miami, good good cornerback prospect. They 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 got but Roshan Johnson. I, I said that's a solid draft. I said it last Bears. week. If you were looking in Detroit for a Jamal Williams replacement, like apples to apples, that's Roshan Johnson. He didn't start at, at Texas because Bijan Robinson was ahead of him. Down at the Senior Bowl, first day, he was the best running back there, and it wasn't close. Uh, he broke his hand, came out and practiced the next day with a broken hand, couldn't catch. He's like, okay, maybe we're going to sit out the rest of the week, but. Uh, uh, they, uh, you know, our Bears fans that are listening along the Lake Shore. I know there's a lot of you out there. Y'all got better. Uh, good for you. You needed to get better because you were the worst team in if football Fields last year. Fields can somehow become a passer. Yeah. The Bears could be that surprise team in they, the NFC. They can bubble up quickly. They really but, can. But I'm, I'm not sold on Fields. If you if you can stop him running the ball, remember the Lions dinged him up. He couldn't run as much, and he became very average. Yeah, and trying to throw and some. The ball. Some of that is receiving because they got DJ Moore. They though. got DJ Moore. They're, they're able to give Carolina again. Respect. We talked about it when uh, when they played the Bears at the end of last year. Tom Kennedy on the Lions practice squad would have been wide receiver one for the Chicago Bears in that last game, the last matchup. That's how bereft of talent they were on bereft. the offensive side of the ball. Superfluous. What I, what are we doing here? I mean, we got like Rizzy and the Hizzy. All right, we have one more segment coming up. Jeff Rizden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire. Uh, if you're not a Lions fan, see they follow all uh, the NFL teams' recaps. Probably your way too early mock draft is coming for a year from now. I pawned that off on my partner Kurt. He did it over the weekend. It's already up. It's already I, up at draftwire.com. It is. It is. I'm not doing it. I don't. I don't like doing. I'm going to do a. I'm going to do follow follow draft. I do watch lists. I don't do on mock Twitter. Drafts. All right. Well, that's that's <laughs> draftwire.com. Also, Jeff, a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast that you can find on YouTube. If you have a Lions or NFL draft question or comment. 
You can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. Easiest way, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and opt in on the Huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Everything HUGE, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police reminds us that when it comes to child abuse prevention, we can always make a difference. And we can do that starting now. Be kind and be strong for the kids who need our help. Be mindful of how much every child matters. Create a safe, loving environment for all children. Today, tomorrow, and every single day, we can light the way for a child who needs us. And we can do that starting now. Attention hockey parents, the Meyer State Games of Michigan is holding tryouts for their Summer Games Hockey Tournament. Use coupon code HUGESHOW for 10% off registration when you go to stategamesofmichigan.com forward slash hockey. The one-two. Right side to Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids, and now they're stronger than ever before with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew. Now, Dorn Mayhew is an east side firm. Now you get the west side of Michigan with Bean Carter, and whether you're a small business or big business, they can handle all of your accounting and business needs at Bean Carter. Just go to beancarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And I mentioned with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew, they cover all of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast to coast. Find out how the pros at Bean Garter can help your business today. Go to beancarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And I know Tom Rosenbach and his team are so happy about their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew. Breaking Benjamin. Live in concert in Grand Rapids. With special guests, Bush. And Another Day Dawns. See them live at Van Andel Arena, May 16th. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. For more, visit BreakingBenjamin.com. Get tickets now. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Ready to wrap up Hour 3 and our Moneyline Monday broadcast. Stellar job by Superfly Hayes. Thanks to Jeff Risden for stopping in studio. Make sure you follow Jeff on Twitter at the Lions Wire, at the Draft Wire, and DraftWire.com, Lions.com, a co host on the Detroit Lions podcast that you can find on YouTube. He is one of our Lions insiders, and also when it comes to the National Football League, job well done. I do want to remind everybody to check out all the brands, Steakhouse and Grills. You can watch the Tigers 
NBA playoffs, Stanley Cup playoffs, and more. They have happy hours twice a day, and also all the brands Steakhouse and Grills feature the $6.99 Steakhouse Burger Basket for lunch. Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. until 3 p.m., you get a huge steak burger with fries for only $6.99. That is dine-in or takeout at your local brand Steakhouse and Grill. You'll find the brands in Bay City, brands in Caledonia, brands in Holland, Johnny Brands in Granville, Johnny Brands on Leonard, off of 131 in downtown GR, and you have Mike Brands in Cascade, just east of Grand Rapids. That's $6.99 Steakhouse Burger and Fries, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. at All Brands Steakhouse and Grills for the one close to you. Go to Brands.com. And that includes dine-in or takeout, so you want to order a few burgers for the office. Uh, Find the number and location close to you for pickup or delivery at Brands.com and check out Stanley Cup playoffs, NBA playoffs, and Tigers games on all the TVs at all Brands locations. ton of them I just mentioned across the huge radio network. For the one close to you, go to Brands.com. That's Brands.com. Big. Bad. Huge. 